the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. If he fires Robert Mueller uh, at this juncture, that there will be a firestorm that I don't think he'll be able to contain. I don't. I, I mean, don't, I don't think, think he will, he'll though, be right? able to Congress contain. Congress is that. saying, "Don't you know they'll reappoint him right away?" So don't waste our don't time. waste our time. Yeah. And well, it was a Democrat who said that too. So, so um, who knows? But I mean, they they said they they believe. Uh, perhaps half of the DOJ would resign if he did that. Wow. Um, now, look, it would one be thing- such a stupid, and supposedly, yeah, according can't. to all the stories I'm reading, he's been asking everybody, and they're strongly cons- considering it. I think he really wants to. Well, he and usually, does. if he wants to, he does. Yeah. Like, it, well, a lot of times, what happens, um, for example, Ainsley. Uh, who is my daughter and is four years old, mm-hmm. will say, uh, Mommy, can I have a snack? Mm-hmm. And Mommy will say no. And then she will. her next sentence will be, Daddy, can I have a snack? When I'm standing right next to Mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we are usually in unison, and the answer is going to stay the same between us, but she's poking around looking for someone to, to say, say yes, yes to the snack. Right. And that is what Trump does. Yeah. He pokes around and looks for, he talks to, he talks to everyone in his administration and looks for someone to back the thing that he wants. Then he goes to his outside sources. You know, uh-huh. Chris Ruddy was the one that this mm-hmm. all kind of started with. And he asks them and he talks to them about it. And he goes down that line. And eventually he finds somebody who thinks it's a good idea and then he does it. I mean, it does seem like he's done that several times with it the, d- the campaign it does. and afterwards. And can you imagine anybody anywhere near him or not near him saying anything but that is political suicide, man. Yeah. Mr. President... That's political suicide. Uh, you, you can't do it. Just don't, don't even think, consider it. I don't think they would say it to him like that. Um, however, I, but you have to, don't you? You got to say, Mr. President, that would, I mean, there'd be a firestorm we can't contain. Yeah, and I think. Do and, you want that? And to be fair to Trump, um, at least all reporting is that he did this process with Comey and he had supporters within the administration, big supporters in the administration who said, you know what, this is a good move. They've got hashtag fire Comey. The Democrats will actually like it. You can get rid of this jerk. And oh, this they should have known idea. that wasn't going to be the case. As soon they, as, I think they should have too, but I can understand the logic as right. to the other I, side of I that. I can too, but it shows how not savvy they are. It shows how uh, like naive they are. Yeah, you know, it's, it's weird because I think <clears> you could make a rational argument. Think about that. Put yourself before this happened. They are in the middle of a campaign to get this guy fired. Mm-hmm. They are telling him, outwardly, yeah, true. fire him. 
And you might say, well, we want them fired too. Why don't we just fire, give them what they want on this? It'll look like we're giving something to the left. It'll be gr- this great thing. We'll hire, we'll hire, put somebody else in. I can understand how they came to the conclusion. However, I know my, my initial reaction when I heard it was, holy crap, he just fired him? That was mine I mean, too. I, it, it hit me immediately as this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can understand. Of course, I'm also not a Democrat. I wasn't saying hashtag fire Comey. So, uh, you know, I think they may have underestimated the power of Democrats to flip on a dime, which they shouldn't because they he was a, many power. of them are Democrats. And, the, and mm. the Trump certainly has flipped on a dime a million times. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they didn't even attempt to address the thing they were saying 12 hours beforehand. I mean, Democrats legitimately were like, fire him, fire him, fire him. How could you fire him? I mean... And so I can understand how they got locked into that and thought, wow, yep. this is going to be a good move for us. I mean, we saw that with uh, What's-His-Face video, the show, the, 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 the Eve Night Show with the... Uh, it's a great uh, sentence. Uh, night. Uh, like, there we are. Um, we. Yes, we saw that with Colbert. So the original one Yes. Saw the we. This is a totally fair The... Number one, your point is very valid. I can. What was uh, the point? No, I Colbert. <laughs> Colbert did this. Remember, he fooled the audience. You had like an that inverted night. sentence <laughs> yeah. there, and I didn't know what the hell you're talking about. The thing you have to think about Jeffy's occasionally Jeffy's sentence structure is like if you picture a sentence written as it should normally go, right? Uh-huh. And then picture the ball, you know, the ball that bounces yeah, around. Yeah, no, it doesn't bounce that way. It, it just sort of like he turns it on at any given point. Yeah. So it could be halfway through the sentence. He right, just starts right, saying right, it there, right. and then the ball might bounce backward, and then he hits the front part of the sentence, and then it goes to the end. There's a little bit of that with Jeffy occasionally, but I, I do remember your point because that video. That, that was the night. The audience was full. Right. They were thinking, oh, this is a great thing. Yay. And then he's like, oh, there's a no, lot of Trump no, fans no. here. Oh, yeah. Boo. I mean, I can understand Something how they got locked into that. But mm. I'm surprised they didn't see it coming, honestly. And and I will say, the vitriol uh, regarding Trump from the Democrats, from the left, is is so outrageous. It's so uh, incongruent. It, it's yeah. the, you know, what is the word they always use um, no, no. when Israel In strikes Israel? back against the Palestines? We can never remember. Never remember it. Uh, uh, it's uh, is this like one of proportionate. Is yeah. it proportional? Yeah, exactly. It's such yeah. a disproportional response <laughs> to everything he does. I know, and it gives him no credibility. Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, look, yeah. you know, you watch the show, you know we're that not we're not fans, huge fans of Trump. But good God, jeez, if you would just pick and choose a little, yeah. and say, you know what, maybe yeah. this one isn't so catastrophic. It matter. It would be helpful. What he says, it, it could be mm. something they totally want. Like, you know what, I've just. Decided uh, Obamacare is is great. We're going to increase it. They would come unglued over they would that. Be like, you know what they would say? How can you say that? There's only mm-hmm. one provider in all these counties. <laughs> yes. The costs are going up yes, 25% a year. What are you talking about? This guy wants this piece of crap, this ACA thing. I don't even know where it came from. They would It would change at a heartbeat if he praised Just it. Just as an experiment, I'd like to see it. That would be fun. Wouldn't it be interesting? It would be fun. I mean, that, this is the point. The, the Republican plan is absolutely Obamacare-like. It is absolutely yeah. oh, 100% to the left it. of what we had before Obamacare. So it is in between the mm. 2008 reality and Obamacare. So it is a move to the left from the last time there was a Republican president. They have mm-hmm. moved dramatically to the left of where they were in 2008. 
And yet that is catastrophe to the media. And you know what else is another good indication of that? Uh, the homosexuals and their parades and their resist march against him. They yeah, hate yeah. this guy with uh, a white-hot passion, and he is their biggest supporter to ever be elected to the presidency. Going into the presidency, no one has ever been as pro-gay marriage, pro-gay lifestyle, pro-whatever as he is, including Democrats. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is by far uh, the most gay-friendly president ever elected, and they hate him. And they hate him. I, I mean, don't I, understand it. Again, if now obviously people are uh, not just necessarily one issue voters, um, but it would be you get so much more credibility if you were at a gray, mm. uh, a gay pride parade and said, "Look, he's actually been okay on these issues." However, here's where I have major problems with him. They don't do that. They don't do that. For example, completely look, irrational. Use us as an example for a second. How many times have I said, "Hey, Trump has actually been pretty good on the EPA." His EPA stuff has been pretty mm -hmm. good and satisfying to conservatives. He was good, obviously, with the Supreme Court. That's an easy one. And I mean, getting us out of the Paris Accord. Yeah, yeah. The Paris, Speaking yeah, of Paris, the environment. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that stuff has been very solid <clears throat> from a conservative perspective from Donald Trump. I think it's been his most consistently um, correct conservative response since he's been president. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, that's a lot to say. Now, here's where I have problems with him. A trillion-dollar infrastructure plan. Now, you could say, well, uh, you're, you know, I guess they look at it as, well, you're helping him by saying that he's not the devil on gay, on gay rights issues to us. I guess, but I mean, to me, I would, much, I would, I would listen to you more. You know, I'll give you mm -hmm. an example of this. We've talked about this with, with PETA, this, you know, the animal rights organization. It's not one that any of us agree with. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, and they go way too far for me. However... When they come out and criticize Al Gore, they garner a level of credibility with not just no us, doubt about it. And but also they, they show that they care about the issue more than they care about these personalities. Yeah. The ACLU is the exact opposite. They will do, I mean, and they've had some examples of this uh, where they've done, they've been credible on both sides, I think. But largely speaking, they will go and they will absolutely side with the far left on every single issue. Mm -hmm. And, and you're just sitting here, you roll your eyes. You, you don't even hear them anymore. You know, I don't want to be that person. And it seems like so many in the media will either look for a way to never disagree with him by fancy wording and avoiding issues, or they will just agree with him all the time and find ways to justify the agreement. Um, I think I'd much rather hear someone. I mean, you know, I hear this, Jonah Goldberg is like this. I, I was reading something from him this week where he was talking about double standards. And, you know... Don't, you can say, well, what about, uh, what about Obama? What about Bush? What about uh, you know, Clinton? You can go back through history. And you can use the what about argument, what aboutism, as he calls it. You can use that argument to point out a double standard. The trick is holding on to your standards. Mm -hmm. And that is what it seems like a, a lot of America, particularly on the right, but always on the left. Like, the new thing to me is on the right, but it's always been, I've always noticed it on the left. They just. There's no need to hold on to that, your own standard anymore. There's no, there's no, who cares that there's double standards if you have double standards? There's no point, there's no virtue in pointing out someone else also does what you're doing. <laughs> like, so what? Mm. I, hey, they fail morally like me. Okay, well, that's great. That doesn't make your point any better than theirs. If you hold on to your moral principles, if you hold on to your values, then you have a point with the double standard. 
But you don't get to say, well, like this is Glenn brought up a good example of this uh, today with the media. If you're going to say, oh, the media, they're absolutely nuts. They're believing all this James Comey stuff. By the way, this Loretta Lynch thing is a huge story. <laughs> well, I, yes, it is a huge story. And they're story. doing that. And they are. They're the right it. is doing that now. Yeah. The left is doing it with other issues the same way. They are saying the Loretta Lynch thing, that's nothing. That's not a bombshell. It's the same thing they crit- are criticizing Trump for. And the thing is, we've it's so flabbergasting to us. Yes, yeah, I know. <sighs> because we only discovered in the last year that that's the case on the right. Yeah. Well, I, I had never, I, I would have never it. believed nope. that, that the right was like this. And wow, they are just as bad as the left on hypocrisy. And the only people we ever seem to uh, uncover who actually desire in any way the, uh, the consistent, principled viewpoint, whether we get it right or wrong, we're at least trying to do it, are the people in this audience. I mean, constantly, mm. we find that from the people in this audience. We find you on Twitter. We find you in the audience. We find you on the phones. We find you in email. We find all those things. But outside of that, I mean, it feels, it feels at times as if we're alone in desiring it. I know we don't accomplish it all the time. We try to accomplish it all the time. But just the ability. The thirst for someone being consistent is gone. It's, a, it's like people don't even desire it as a thing anymore. That yeah. is amazing. I, I had is. no idea that that was the reality of this country. And it, it, without, with the exception of pockets uh, like the one you're in right now, I, I don't know that, that, there, that it, there's much of a desire for it. Doesn't seem That's like it. That's frightening, Pat. Yeah, it, it is. Because it's one thing for people to fail. It's another thing mm. for people to not even want to succeed. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. 